0: What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Man, it's one of those days. It's it's actually, it's not a bad day today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to The Decision Hour with uh, JD and, as always, Mr. Adam Bird. What's, what's up, buddy? What's up?
1: What's up? How's everybody doing? Uh, well, I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing Well, for the listeners good. out there. I want to get them pumped up, too. Like, oh, yeah, I'm doing Pull good. It up, I'm doing bump, bump, good. i doing, doing real up. good. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I do good. You know, yeah, and and, yeah. and I thought I shot the ball
0: pretty good, and yeah. uh, you know the team played good, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we just gotta
1: go out there, we play our game, you know. Yeah, uh, you, just know, gotta, just, you just gotta play good. Uh, yeah. you know? And, and it ain't about one person, it's about the team, you know.
0: And I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's so. pretty
1: good. It's real good. <laughs> <Man>.
0: uh, <laughs> I actually heard some of that last night. Our after defense was our, good
1: last night. Um, you know, uh, I was watching the
0: Bulls and the and the Cavs last night. Oh yeah. Uh, in the season opener, oh man! And uh, King James looked like like Chester James <laughs> last night. He came he came out, you know, smoking like a chimney. But uh, after that, he just kind of he kind of you know, just went downhill from there.
1: Smoking now. Like I'm a, a Boston
0: chimney. fan, the Celtics. Uh, I think they start off tonight against like the Sixers or something yeah. like that. Um, I don't. We don't expect much out of our Celtics. Not anymore. Now, but they they got a lot of young talent. Uh, make a lot of speed. I'm telling you right now, Isaiah Thomas, not the Detroit Isaiah Thomas, the Boston Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could be the sixth man of the year. Nice. The way he scores. I mean, he scores in bunches. So loving him, but this is not the sports show. This no. is the, the, decision, the,
1: hour. Decision, the, the, the hour. decision hour. The decision Make a decision. We're going to start, Go start off with a quote. Go ahead. We're
0: going to start off with a quote that I read on, uh, on my Facebook feed from a young lady that I follow that I consider to be a leader and a mentor, um, Ms. Rhonda Swan, who's currently in the air flying to some beach somewhere so that her and her husband can surf and, and live the life that they've they lived for quite some time now. But she posted, uh, stand up for something, even if it means standing alone, because oftentimes the one that flies soul has the strongest wings. And uh, I love that because if you think about it, you have to be really strong in saying and committing to pretty much going the opposite direction that everyone is going in. Because when you, when you're up and when you grow up and stuff, there, there's certain things that you're taught. Okay, you got to go to school. You, you got to graduate from high school. You got to go to college. You have to get a four-year degree. You have to go in debt. You have to go then to work for somebody for the next forty years, and that's that's how life is supposed to be, yep. you know. And you work, you bust your butt, and you work your way up the ladder. I'm not saying you always work for someone; you could be in charge, you know. You could be that manager, that supervisor, whatever the case may be. But you really have to work for it, and that is the average lifestyle right. that everybody gets up every morning, you know, or evening, depending on what shift they work. And and that's what they they think that they have to do in the decision hour, wants to uh, commemorate those that have made the decision to go the other way to be those individuals that fly solo, you know that that find that different path
1: yeah. or may, or maybe you made the decision that you know whether you're an entrepreneur or you're in corporate America and you want you've made the decision that you want to move up in management or. Or, yeah, you want to be more than you want to be just, more than where you're at right yeah. now. It starts with making the decision that comes with, uh, from inside you, you know. And, and if you're you're happy with where you're at, then our hats off to you. Congratulations, uh, you're right where you want to be. Then, um, not a lot of people are, are have, have found that yet.
0: So, not a lot of people are strong enough no, to do that.
1: Um, so you know, you know, again, this show is about making the decision. We call this the decision hour, we talk philanthropy, we talk. Uh, you know to a lot of different entrepreneurs business owners uh, you, you, uh upper authors. level uh, uh, upper upper level management and uh like jD just said authors and that brings us to our special guest that we're gonna have today um uh, Lila holly she has uh authored a book or she's the writer of a book called camouflage sisters uh, and we're, she's gonna have she's a retired um army vet Chief Warrant Officer Four, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she did 22, 23 years in the in, in the uh, United States Army. Outstanding. So, uh, looking forward to having her on. we'll be bringing her on here in about uh, in about ten minutes. But uh, Camouflage Sisters it's not yet released yet. It's actually coming out here in a couple of well, weeks. Well, good. So, let's let's uh, help. We're uh, gonna have a uh, we're gonna get the chance to talk to her. And I'm looking forward to uh, talking about this this book. I'm looking forward to. I'm actually gonna read it, but. Go ahead. Let me ask you something.
0: Yeah. Okay, we're we're both Army veterans. We are. um, NCOs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always had more respect for a warrant officer than I had for a lieutenant. Now, now granted, with the history and the the prestige of coming out of, like, West Point, Mm -hmm. there's no taking that away. But because I came up the ranks of the enlisted... And the enlisted, we're the ground pounders. We're the the ones that dig the ditches. We're the ones that that do all the dirty work. That's why I always had more respect for a chief warrant officer than I did a lieutenant. I still respect it because it was my job. It was my duty to respect the officers. I never disrespected an officer.
1: You respect the position.
0: But, But I respected chief warrant officers, warrant officers more because when you're a warrant officer, you come up the ranks of the enlisted and then... And then go into the, go warrant, into, the warrant
1: program. Yeah, yeah. The,
0: warrant program. the warrant program. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, E6s and E7s that that I celebrated that decision yeah. with that that made that choice to go warrant after they uh, they put in, Jesus, 10, year, 12, yeah. 15 years already as enlisted, Yeah. you know? So, and that, to me, as a soldier... Knowing that, I mean, even though I wasn't that high ranked, I was an E five when I got. I was actually E five promotable when I got out, but that to me gained more
1: respect because I understood the path. I I just like the warm position. Yeah. You know, because you're kind of in between. Yeah, and I, I think at least the 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 warrant officers that I've talked to, you you don't get messed with.
0: I think it's just badass uh, that you can be called chief the rest of your life. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> so is it okay if we call her chief? I mean, I, I,
1: I, I call all my. I, 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 I don't know. Um, and and I ret- it was 22 years. She spent 22 years. Well, she uh, definitely earned it in the, in, the, in the military, and um. She she uh like I said, she enjoys the retired life. She's she's based in Texas. Um, Killeen, Texas. yeah, she's actually the president of the Killeen, uh Wealthy Sisters Network, which is a very active women's networking group. Awesome. Um, and she, uh, you can learn more. She actually has a website, uh, Lila Holly, that's l i l a h o l l e y dot com. Uh, you can also go to becomeabattlebuddy.online. dot online. So it's uh, I'm really excited, looking forward to. It. I've been talking to her on and off for for a couple of weeks now. Uh, she heard about us. She reached out to us, mm-hmm. and uh, when I saw this, I was this is no brainer. I think one thing that happens, and and it's it's uh, this is just a, a a one one of several part series uh, on this book. She and she again co-authored this with with several other uh, women, um, and I think you know each woman talked about their experience in the military and and whatnot. And, and I don't think you see a lot of the from uh a lot of the stories from the female side of no you don't of things. And sometimes the ones that you do I hate to say this, but sometimes the ones that you do are not always good, meaning it usually has to deal with some type of, you know, sexual trauma or, or something like that. True. Where um Except recently, though, you, you, the, the female rangers that have yep, gone through the, the two that, school, the that stuff, passed. stuff like that. So, I'm really curious to see what the, more of this book is like, and we're going to have her on here in about ten minutes. So,
0: we should ask her about that. What, what her thoughts are about the two female rangers. Yeah,
1: let's write it down. Let's uh, let's ask her. So, absolutely, they'll get her thoughts on that too. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, folks, you're listening to the Decision Hour, and uh, we are on. Uh, we usually record every Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday morning, Uh, and before we even jump into everything else here, before I go any further, uh, you can find us on the Heroes Media Group uh, page, which is a a part of the uh, Heroes Alliance Network, which is launching uh, February 2016. Simply go to heroesmediagroup.com. That's heroesmediagroup.com, and check out all the shows. We have The Arms Room, Welcome to the South, uh, we have
0: Fan Union Sports
1: Show, Fan Union Sports Show, Military Press Wrestling, uh, Tactical Sixteen is getting ready to come back on. I think he's recording tonight. In fact, um, we'll have another show, uh, Center Mass, uh, Veterans Heritage Hour, and then we have five shows, brand new shows in the works that are going to launch in February of 2016. We got a lot coming up. Uh, you can find us at, uh, on Facebook. Uh, by simply going to facebook.com backslash heroes media grP follow us on Twitter Instagram is heroes underscore media uh, underscore group so uh, make sure you check that out and you can listen to all the shows too uh, again this heroesmediagroup.com you can find all this information out on the heroes group.com website thank you to all of our sponsors Premier social media. She is doing online classes right now at a special rate, Uh, so make sure you check her out. Shila is doing online social media training about
0: that. Yeah, why don't we do a live social media training, like in person?
1: Got it. So let me let me get the. So you got to be excited now. We got to let me let me pay some bills. Yeah, go ahead so, and do that. Pr- pr- premier, yeah. social dot, premier social media dot com. That's premier with an e socialmedia.com. Student veterans of America, go to studentvets.org at studentvets.org. If you're a, a military person transferring out or transitioning out of the military, or you are a veteran and you're looking to go back into college, check to see if they have a student vets um, club on the college that you're looking at. They got over twelve hundred clubs across the country. StudentVets.org, check them out. Great organization. Uh, We have Mammoth Global Partners, Reality Realty, uh, Virginia Heroes. We have uh, Red Oak Marketing. And then we cannot forget um, this awesome organization that's starting to do a lot of stuff with us uh, here in 2016 coming up, H3 Tactical USA. That's a sexy watch you got on, man. H3 Tactical USA. Uh, dot com. Check out these well, these watches are sick. I'd I mean, say they turn are, off are, the lights so it are, can go in the they dark. Are but I really don't trust Absolutely Awesome. Um, yeah. And and you <laughs> know what? As I'm sitting here, I'm even going to do a selfie uh, with this with this watch if I can do it right now. Are you doing a selfie? I'm doing a I selfie. I've never known you. While well, do I'm a doing a selfie, I have never known you to i am doing a selfie i did not Neither did I. That was my first selfie I oh ever took. So listen, folks. Um, we're getting ready to have uh, we're gonna have a caller call in here real quick. Here in a few minutes is going to be our guest, uh, JD. Do you have anything prior to us having our guest come on here?
0: No, um, no. I'm I'm getting excited because one of the, one of the passions that I have and one of the target markets that I have for my business for my industry is veterans, and it, it's not so much to make money in that market; it's to empower veterans, both male and female, because a lot of a lot of our military family, there's 20 something like 26. like9 million of us in this country and a lot of them don't know where to turn to when they need, you know, like financial assistance, things like that. When the truth is, most of the time, everything that they need is already inside of them to be successful. but they're told, By the society, you know, when you get out that, you know, you're just not worth it. You know, I mean, I was I was to go back and tell a little bit about my story. I was homeless for six months because I kept getting turned down for these jobs because I was seen as a liability, you know, disabled veteran combat, um, no degree. And because I was seen as that, I mean, truth be told, I could lead anybody in anything. And, but because of the title that was already put on me, then I pretty much gave up for a while, you know? And it wasn't until like the last couple years that I realized the value that I had. And that's my goal now is to to try and get other veterans to realize the value that you have already inside of you. I mean, just to understand for those that haven't served, you have to understand how strong your mindset has to be to just volunteer yourself to your country and say, I am basically up for whatever you need me to do. And I will sign my name in blood if I have to saying that I agree to do that. Do you not understand the strength that you have to have just to be able to make that first step? And that's why it pains me to see our fellow brothers and sisters, our veterans, our current active duty, struggling just to get by. And our government's not doing anything for it. So what I say is don't rely on the government. All right, If you can get it, you can get it great. You deserve it. You earned it. But don't settle for that. Get out and create your own life, your own world. You have what it takes. I know this because I did it. Which brings us to our guest.
1: Folks, we're going to be talking here in just a minute with uh, Leela Holly. She is the author uh, or one of the off, uh, excuse me, one of the authors of uh, "Camouflage Sisters." Uh, it's the chronicles of the courageous path of fourteen women who overcome various uh, internal and external struggles during their military's careers. So, folks, stay with us real quick. Uh, and here she is. So, stand by. And folks, on the phone with us right now, right now, right now, right now. We have Lila Holly from uh, she's writing just written a book that's going to be coming out here very soon called Camouflage Sisters. Ma'am, are you on? The, are you there?
2: I am here. Thank you. Now,
1: now folks, I say ma'am because she's a 22 year Army veteran. I believe she was a cool. CW4. Was that correct?
2: Yes, I was. I retired. Well, I am a CW4. I retired as a CW4. That's awesome. <laughs> that,
1: that's awesome. So, Lala, the, the the floor is yours. Tell us a little bit about uh, yourself first.
2: Okay. Well, like you said, I am a 22-year veteran U.S. Army, um, and I loved the active duty my whole career. Uh, military intelligence was my area of specialty, and I loved it. I I'm from upstate New York, so um, joining the military was something that I wanted to do very young in my education, and I don't know where it came from because I don't come from a military family. It was kind of strange, but it was something that I always wanted to do, I think, for the travel because I really enjoyed. That was probably like the best part for me, and um, we had junior ROTC in high school where I attended, but I did go into junior ROTC. And uh, really enjoyed that, excelled there, and, and joined the military when um, I was 20 years old, actually. I had to wait a few years because I, um, I had a child fairly young, and I wanted him to get up school age um, so that he wouldn't be too much on my family. Um, but, they, but they supported me. And when I, when he became of age, I was able to pursue my dream of joining the military. And in 22 years after the fact, <laughs> I retired as a CW4, and it was an awesome career. I, I enjoyed it so much.
1: No, ma- ma'am. How, um, what, what year did you retire? Uh,
2: 2012, actually. Uh, not too long
1: ago not, not not too long ago yeah now now i gotta ask I asked this to all the all the veterans out there what uh out of you know i'm I'm assuming that you've had the opportunity to travel the world a little bit um out of everywhere that you've gone what was your what was your favorite place well
2: I would say Singapore. I had the opportunity to travel and um do some work with the Singapore army as a matter of fact. And that was an awesome experience. I, like I said, coming from upstate New York, a a little hood in upstate New York, (laughs) I would have never imagined that I would have had the opportunity to travel to a place like Singapore. It was awesome. It was an awesome experience. The people were great. And, um, that was probably the most, um, yeah, that was the best place I
1: i I, that was I, my I, I love working with the Singapore Army. I've had the opportunity to work with them. I didn't. I I did not get the opportunity to go to Singapore. They were they were here stateside when I got to work with them. But uh, great people. So that's that's great. Um, I'm okay now. Now I, I want to get into I want to get into this book. Mm-hmm. I want I want to get camouflage sisters. Tell us tell us how did this all? Where did the idea come from first?
2: Well, initially, I wanted to do a book with um, women um, talking about our transition from the military. Um, I, I, I wrote a, another book about my emotional transition from the military because it was, at, you know, after 22 years, uh, like most people who, who separate or retire or transition from the military, you know, you go into it ready. You go into it ready, to, ready for the next chapter of life, you know, and I, and I did as well. Um, but I encountered quite some strong emotions in the process of that transition. And I ended up writing another book um, titled Battle Buddy. Um, so after, after going through that process, and it took me a year to write that book because um, when I embarked on that, I was still in the process of transitioning and I was still dealing with a lot of the issues that held me up in my transition. So after making it through that and after, you know, discovering a lot about myself um, and just people in general, because I did a lot of questioning and, and, and inquiring of other veterans, um, I wanted to embark on an anthology with some other women and get their perspective on transition as well. Because I know uh, in my research, I, I ran across a lot of other veterans who struggled and, and felt alone and, you know, had other good tips to how they made it through uh, the emotions of transitioning from the military. But as I went about uh, and working on that project, um, it was one of one of the other authors suggested. You know, why don't we look? Why don't we look at this project from a, um, the black woman's experience? And I was like, Wow, I never even thought of that. And she was like, Yeah, no one's no one's talked about our experience before. There's no books out there about it, you know. And I'm and I was thinking, you know, <laughs> you're right, but I I was living it. So I never I never took time to really think about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so I never took time to think, like, well, maybe my stance is a little different than my other female counterparts. Um, but you know what I, what I found out in the process of writing the book? It, it, even though my skin tone may be different, the, the experiences are all the same. You know, uh, all women struggle with balancing their family life against their career life. You know we all struggle with that we all struggle with leadership issues we all struggle struggle with mentorship you know a, a lot of us women especially in male dominated career fields I had a friend who um, was a sergeant major as a military police and you know that you know she didn't have a lot of female mentorships as she climbed the link structure same with me you know and and a lot of us struggle with uh Faith, you know, our faith is the one thing that is consistent oh, yeah. that keeps us going and keeps us motivated to push through the challenges and 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 to 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 fight toward fight for our successes in our military careers. So that's how the book is broken down: leadership, mentorship, balance, faith, and transition. That's what we talk about. So every woman can relate. And while we while we come we come from the angle of the black woman's experience, but trust me. Every woman, every every soldier, every service member can relate to the topics that we discuss in the book.
1: I think that's great. Now, when is the, is the, the books out right now?
2: Well, we're in pre-sales. Um, we launched the book. The official launch date is November 14th. Okay. Um, that's Saturday after Veterans Day. Um, and we timed that just so. Um, I am the president of the Wealthy Sisters Network, Colleen Chapter. Here in clean Texas, and uh, this is our second annual year of existence. So this is our second year of doing our big uh, Veterans Day celebration. So um, I wanted to incorporate the book launch in our celebration, and that's the reason for the date. So, trying to, try to coincide with that.
1: Now, you, now you yes. said this is a pre. You, you're doing pre-launch sales. How could if somebody wanted to get their hands on this and and, and pre-order it? Why don't you give that information? Is is there is there a website that they can go to to pre order it now or or how how do they do that?
2: Yes, they can contact me. I am on social media. I'm on uh, Facebook, and they can just search my name, Lila L I L A Holly H O L L E Y. Um, connect with me, and 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 then they can purchase directly from me. They'll get a signed copy of the book that way. Um, and I am also on Twitter. I'm doing Periscope, and my handle is at coach lima holly um and make a connection with me that
1: way yes i saw um, the periscope the other day the last one you
2: did so <laughs> thank you thank you very for your nice, support in that.
1: Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> listen i i think the book is, is 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 great and i think it's it's kind of fascinating because believe it or not i am not a a f- uh, female i am i'm i'm, I'm six two uh Alpha male. Uh, so I've my experience. I can You know, I've. I've always wondered, though. You know, uh, what what the what the female perspective was is, is going through these different transitions because obviously it's, it's it's you know there there are some relation that the men and the women can can relate to in, in some instances, but but there's a, a whole another section that that women go through themselves, mm-hmm. and and. And I think it, it, it. And correct me if I'm wrong, it, either one of you. But I, I think that over get that that gets overlooked. Oh, absolutely. Right. Um, so I, I it, as even for as a guy, I think it's kind of refreshing to see a book like this come out. Right. So we have a better understanding, um, even what we do today. Um, so we can better, you know, as as a as a business a business owner myself, how I can uh, better serve the. Uh, female veteran community and how we can get more women involved with what we're doing and how we can give them a voice to be heard in in, in what they're doing, such as uh, this case is today.
0: Well, let me, let me ask you this, Lila, and Mm -hmm. maybe Adam too, if you, if you want to give me your input on this. Um, First off, I love what you're doing with the book. Okay. And I definitely think that it's something that needs to be out there to empower uh, fellow female soldiers that are out there those that are thinking about transitioning thinking about getting out and and beginning their life. why do you think that there's really not too many females out there that want to take the lead like you you're doing with this book?
2: well that's a great that's a great question and and thank you for asking um I would tell you man you know, when I started asking my circle of women uh, to be a part of the project, I asked my personal mentor, and she said yes, and I just was like, I was floored, and I, I was floored and empowered at the same time because I even, I had doubts myself mm-hmm. that, you know, other women would want to come on board, that they would think it was, not you know, a valid um, topic to discuss and, and things of that nature. But when she said yes, and when I read her story, I mean, I I got chills now just thinking about it because I looked up to this woman and just the leader that she was, the example that she provided for me, you know, we project what we want the world to see. Um, And, you know, a lot of women, like I said, it took me a year to write my first book about my emotional journey, because for 22 years, I was this leader, I was the one that my supervisors came to to calm the situation. I was that calm under pressure leader. I was that strong tower for my soldiers. That's who I was. That's who I was. That's who I embraced. That's who I became. You know, so to to, to let down the walls, to 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 show my vulnerabilities. You know, do <laughs> you know how hard that is for us as women? Do you know it's it's extremely hard. First of all, we're in the male dominated career field. Right. Um, and in and, and any sign of weakness, people dig into it. Not just the men uh, the men with the men, but a woman, my goodness, you, you you dare not cry. You better drive them tear ducts and you, you better suck it up and drive off, soldier. That's what you better do. And and that and that's the mentality. You know, I, I talk about now in my scopes and, and just with my, my clientele, I tell them for twenty two years I served and I never I never reached out to mental health services because it was taboo, and 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 it probably is still that way today. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that I didn't need their services, but I just it just was never an option for me as a leader, you know. So there's a there's a there's an image that we have to project that we think in our mind as women that we have to project in this male-dominated, you know, testosterone-heavy environment that we grow up in. Um, so for us to to let down our guard to show our vulnerabilities, it's a process for us to get to that. You know, I'm retired now, so I don't really care.
0: (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) So, hey, I I did my 22 (laughs) years. I checked the block on that one. So my purpose in writing the book and sharing my story uh, with both of my books is to empower other women, to let them know that you don't have to stay silent. If you need something from your leadership, like I grew up, Um, I had awesome supervisors, awesome leaders that I fell under, um, awesome uh, leaders that I was able to take good things from and, you know, see what bad leadership looked like. So I was able to grow in that regard. But if, if I needed something now, I know. And what I want the other women coming behind us to know is that if you need something from your leaders, these men that are leading you, ask them for that. They don't look like you. They don't, they're they're not made like you. So if you're if you're dealing with something and you need something specifically in your mentorship from them, ask for that. Your voice has power. That's what we want them to walk away with. Your voice has power. Do not stay silent any longer. Whatever it is that you need, you have the right to ask for that. If it's gonna progress you, if it's gonna allow you to progress in your military career, take the time and ask for that. And you'll get it. You'll be surprised what you get in return. You know, so that's what we really want the women to take away, to feel empowered, to understand that you're not alone. We all deal with these issues. We all struggle with these challenges in our military career. But you don't have to remain silent. You can, you can lift your voice, and your voice does matter.
0: Outstanding. I hope that answered the question. <laughs> Absolutely, and I, I thank Very you good. for opening up and, and, and sharing that with us. Let me ask you this. Recently, two females passed Ranger School. OK, Yes. what do you think that does, not only for females that are currently in, but for female veterans? I mean, do you think that that goes a long way towards empowering future female soldiers? Oh, yes. how, how does that empower those that are just getting out and saying, you know what, I can do this? I mean, where where do you see those actions as far as how far do you see that going as far as empowering women?
2: Man, I, 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 it's priceless. It, the, the, the fact that these women, that this opportunity, first of all, was opened up to them, and that they that they have the strength and the mental fortitude to want to do something like that. Now, mm-hmm. I, it, it's not for me, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been cheering them on from the sidelines from day one, mm-hmm. and in, in my circle, um, in on social media, media, we've all been cheering these ladies on, and we're so proud of them. And they just make us stand taller. They make us poke our chest out a little bit more. And um, we, it, 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 what they're doing for women, not only veterans and and the women coming behind them, is is priceless. It's priceless what they're doing for for us. It, it really is. And we are just gonna, we're proud. We're so proud of them. We're cheering them on, and we're gonna continue to cheer on them and any other women that come behind them. I
1: wanna I wanna take a step back for a moment. Uh, you mentioned something about. You know mental health issues and stuff like that, and that's that seems to be the last couple of years. That's been a very big topic uh in the military community, especially in the veteran community specifically. Um, and, and and you brought up a good point. You know sometimes that you, you, when you're on active duty, when you know you're still in the military, going to get you know help uh, that that was very taboo. Mm-hmm. Is do you do you do you see? Um, how do I want to put this? Do you see that starting to to kind of break or, or in my, the second part of that would be, would you encourage someone now to, to do that? Because I think, wouldn't it be more beneficial for you, for your troops or your soldiers to make sure that you're on, that, you know, you're, you're in the right frame of mind. That way you can continue to lead uh, a, a certain way moving forward. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's another good question. So, I think the focus is is, is growing both on the VA side for, for our veterans as well as on the active duty side. There's still a lot of taboo tied to mental health and um, seeking seeking mental health. Um, so, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. But your but that's a great question and a great point as a leader. Um, you have to find balance, and you have to be able to relate to your soldiers. Um, I always say soldiers, but it's in any military branch of service. Um, I remember coming up the ranks, and uh, I, I got kind of chastised, I guess is the best word I can use, about being coddling. I was, I was coddling to my soldiers, and I, I explained to my supervisor, I said, uh, you can call it coddling, sir, but I call it being a leader. And I'm the type of leader where if my I, you have to look at the whole person when you're leading these troops. Right. So if their home life is unstable, and and and, it, and it's and it's impacting their performance at work, you have to be able to come down to their level and speak and talk to them about that. You know, you you, you cannot be so far removed from your soldiers that you're not recognizing a change in their behavior. You, you know what I'm saying so yeah, you, you have you, to you, find you that kind of got to be a chameleon yeah. huh yeah you have to be human that's yeah. absolutely right yeah you're we're all human and 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 I was like i'm I'm not gonna receive that i'm not gonna I'm not gonna accept that I'm being caught I'm being a leader because if if my soldiers' behaviors if their behavior change I need to be i I need to be so in tune with them that I can pick up on that that I take a break from what's going on and i and we address that because it may be something that they need that I, I can provide and I need to know what resource to, to put them in front of so that they can get the help that they need. So I think, um, yeah, I would definitely tell any leader, any, uh, service member coming up, reach out to the resources that are available to you because it's a different army. I mean, I did 22 years and I've seen the changes in the army. I've seen the changes in the certain, the soldiers coming up in this generation and, um, you know, it, it the impact of being in, in, in combat for so long for our service is taking a toll on our on our military. So we have to we have to look at other resources to be able to to provide to our service members. We if we don't, we're doing them a disservice. We can't we can't keep thinking that the ways of old are, are the ways are the way to go. Got Got to change every, with the times. Yeah. So. Every right. That's right. And everybody's not you know we we'll all get through it because if you if you survive in the military you you're going to survive. I mean you'll get through it, but everybody needs different resources to be able to move through that. Like I never I never imagined I would have to reach out to mental health just to get some transition. I mean, come on, I did 22 years in the army. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but I struggled. I I turned into a different person. I was angry. You know, I was short, you know, my temper, and what it was I was dealing with a loss of identity. My identity was so tied up in my uniform and my rank and my military career and just in that environment because that's where I was comfortable at. So now I had to recreate myself. I had to really get to know who I was outside of the uniform, and that's what they helped me with. I didn't go in there looking for, you know, a whole bunch of pills or, or, you know, a check-the-block type of treatment. I went in there. I really went in there looking for some answers. I really went in there looking to connect with somebody who understood what I was feeling, what I was going through, and who could, you know, point me in the right direction. And that's what I got. So, again, it all comes down to communication, um, and it all comes down to tapping into those resources available to us. So, yes, definitely, mental health being one of those resources. Tap into it if you need it, as a leader or as a service member. Tap into it and and make yourself the priority. So whatever taboo is (laughs) tied to it, you know whatever repercussions you're afraid of, I tell you at the end of the day my happiness and my sanity are my priority. So I, I I could care less what anybody else thinks or you know whatever they want to say about it. But that's you have to make yourself priority because there is life after the military. Amen. And
1: it's a good life too. <laughs> amen, amen. Folks, Lila Holly, uh, go to lilaholly.com. She is the author or one of the authors of Camouflage Sisters, which is going to be coming out November 14th. You can contact her on Facebook or go to lilaholly.com. Um, you know, you made some a, a very, uh, something I really want to touch on uh, here, real quick, just briefly uh, something you just said a a moment ago, making that transition out, you had to, you got so used to your identity, uh, being in uniform that when you transitioned out, you weren't, you you were unsure of, of, of who you you kind of lost that. You were searching for identity folks. And we've said this on the show before, um, you got to make that decision. This show is called the decision hour. You make that decision to, move forward with your life. You make that decision to, you have to retrain yourself. You go, when you join the military, you go to basic training and then you go to AIT for your specialty you know, right. job or whatnot. You got to do the same thing when, when you leave the military, when you're transitioning out and you're going back to the c- civilian life, you gotta, it's, it's almost like it's back to basic training for civilian life again. Uh, you know, and, and I think this book, I'm looking forward to this book coming out because I'm, I'm really wanting to see, to read, um, the transitioning side of it from a, from a female's perspective absolutely. uh, on it, me, you know, I, I had a little bit different. I'm a single parent. I've, I've had uh, my son now, he's 12. I've had him since, you know, the last 11 years. Um, And I've done it on my own. And he was the reason why I had to get out of the military. um, So I could, you know, take care, take care of him and be a full time. I didn't have anybody else. And mom's not in the picture and, and, and whatnot. So that, that's one side of it. And then you see the female side of it here, um Through the Camouflage Sisters, and and again, I have not seen a book. You know, I'm, I like not that I'm a big reader, but I, I definitely see a lot of books that come out, especially if they're military related books. Right. I have not seen anything like this come out, so I'm I'm, I'm really, uh, again excited. Yeah, I can't wait. I think this. this is something that's going to be really great, uh, coming out, yeah. and, and and I and I think this is going to go big. This is definitely something that uh, we've been talking about here. Um, it's something that we're going to be pushing out. You'll see it. You'll be able to find this. Uh, On our social, you'll see a couple of uh, social media posts over the next few days uh, about the book coming out uh, on the Heroes Media Group page, as well as the Decision Hour. You'll also be able to find this up on uh, heroesmediagroup.com later on this week, early next week, uh, to, to kind of build this up. So if you want to get a copy... Uh, and you happen to be floating around the uh, heroesmediagroup.com website, you'll be able to click on the image and it'll take you to uh, Lila's con- contact information so you can order a book uh, from her. So, um,
0: This has been just phenomenal. Um, I, yeah, again, I can't, I can't wait for this book to come out because I've got a lot of females, especially in the, in the entrepreneur world that, that I live in, I partner with a lot of females that deal with female empowerment. So as soon as this book is ready to go, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this out to as many people as I possibly can uh, to, to kind of help them go along. As a matter of fact, uh, I know there's quite a few females that I know that would love to be able to partner with you, Lila. If you don't mind me sending out your information to them.
2: Oh, not at all, not at all. And I, I just want to thank you guys for. I tell you, the support for this project has been overwhelming, and um, it has really blown me away. And and I tell you, um, you know, veterans and, and, and women in the military have been suffering in silence for so long, and I'm just so, man, I, I, I'm excited for this book. I'm excited for uh, women that finally feel like their voice matters. I'm excited for the, like you said, the empowerment that it will give them. Um, and, and you know what? The the, the the greatest thing that I'm proud of and excited about is that I think there's 14 of us. So 12, 11 of the authors are first-time authors. Oh, yeah, wow. 11 of wow. them are first-time authors. And, they, and for them to find the courage to tell their stories, many of them for the very first time, tell their stories. I mean, it just, man, it just overwhelms me every time I think about it. But I'm so proud of them. I'm so excited about this project. And absolutely, please share my information with any other females, especially entrepreneurs. Um, please, please connect me. I, I'm always open to helping. I just, it's in my, it's what I do. I love to help. <laughs> so please connect me with anyone who you feel you know, would benefit from being connected with us. Absolutely. We're open to it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, well, definitely.
1: Camouflage Sisters, folks, coming out November 14th. You can pre-order right now. Go to uh, lalaholly.com or look her up on Facebook. Uh, ma'am, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on. You always have an open mic here. And I know you and I need to talk offline about, uh, another project we were talking about doing, maybe a potential radio program here. So I'm gonna, yeah, oh, uh, all gonna have to put her, put her feet to the fire on this one here, what? and. and uh, and I think we'll be talking uh, early next week. Just shoot me an email. Let me know got, what your schedule is like, know, just, just
2: talking to her. <laughs> Wait I, to put me on the spot. I I know. Know. <laughs> we, we need to talk. We need to talk real yeah. soon. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I
1: had to throw it out there. I had to throw it out
2: there. Absolutely. I, I got you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> man. We any parting words before we let you go today?
2: Well, I just want to thank you guys again for having me on your show and just for the support that you've given me. It's been great. Um, I'm so appreciative. I just, I, I, don't think the words are enough, but you just don't know. My heart is just over, overflowing with gratitude for all the support um, and just uh, for this project and for these ladies. I'm just so excited.
1: Well, it, it is our pleasure, and we're looking forward to speaking with some of the other ladies later on. Um, again, folks, Camouflage Sisters coming out November 14th. Uh, look up Lila on Facebook. Also go to lilaholly.com. Ma'am, until next time, thank you again for joining us.
2: Thank you. All righty. Have a good day. You
1: too. Bye-bye. Wow. I'm, again... I'm blown away. That was great. Sto- st- stoked. Stoked. If, if you guys phenomenal. are looking for a good book to come out from a, from a female's perspective in the military, this book's on transition, leadership, balance, faith, mentorship. It, it, You know, we sit there and it's easy because we're guys, you know, and, and we get the testosterone. We're like, oh yeah, guys, this day. Is, yeah, we and, got this. And, yeah, no and, problem. And, but, yeah. we're, but we're also, we're also entrepreneurs and we're always looking for, you know, you can learn things from other people You know other perspectives and whatnot, and I've always think that you know from the military side of things, you never really understood the 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 female's perspective on on what they go through, and that's kind of interesting because moving forward with our military, I mean, let's face it, they're opening in a whole new direction. It's you got to adapt with the times. Mm -hmm. What's that look like? How do people have a better understanding? You know, there's been a there's been things set in place for so long. And things get overlooked or things get swept under the rug. You know, now's that time where uh, you can, you know, make some, uh, some adjustments. They don't have to be big ones, but you make some adjustments. And, and this here, she mentioned, listen, if you're in the military, and this works for guys, this is coming from, from the, uh, she said, black female uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. Of this. There's 14 authors total. Um, she, uh, Lila, put this together. So there's other authors um, that uh, contributed to this book, and we'll, we'll be talking with them uh, later in the future. And thirteen of them. Yeah, and you can you can actually use some of this from from the from the females perspective. But you can implement it whether you're male or female. That I think this would be a good book to read whether you're uh, male. or oh, female. I can't wait for it to come out. And and. And utilize that, I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of great information in oh, here I, and of I, I what even, you can use to make that transition out because let's face it the, the military is dwindling it, it, it we're, we're it losing is. troops left and right yeah true. and it and and we're you know the, the Congress has been cutting our the military budget and that and that's that's a whole nother show in itself yeah but you're going to have a whole bunch of military people transitioning out of the military By and the there's masses there's not enough jobs you know what do you what do you do? How do you, you know? Do I go get help? See, there, yeah, there's so many things that you have. There's so many things that play into that, that come into play here, and I, don't, I honestly don't know if it's, if society's ready for that, yeah. and, and, and let alone for, forget the society part of it. Let's worry about the veterans that are making that transition out.
0: See that's that's see that's that's what brings my my blood to a boiling point. I mean, and I went off. She mentioned she's on Periscope as well, and we'll get that information out to you. I went off on Periscope. Uh, on a company that that says they're military friendly and they claim to have a military uh, department within their organization to help veterans, but when I dug deeper, they're just using the the veteran title to be able to earn more business because they don't do anything more for a veteran with a like six forty credit score than they will for a civilian with a six forty credit score. You know, because if you don't have if you don't have you know, similar qualifications. You're not getting anything right. more just for being a veteran. They just want to use your name, right. your title Makes them look to good. make them look good yep. and bring in more business. Again, don't get me started on that because I will. I will. There's, I'll, I'll Open call out companies old can. by the name. Yeah,
1: yep. it, 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 it's, it's, it's just, not good. Yep. Uh, listen, again, uh, big, big special thanks to uh, Lila Holly. Camouflage Sisters. Chief. Yeah. Chief Holly. Chief Holly. Holly. Camouflage Sisters coming out uh, November 14th. uh, That's just a couple weeks. You can actually pre-order the book. uh, Contact her on Facebook, uh, Facebook facebook.com backslash Lila Holly, and just look her up. Uh, it's, it's, it I'm at awe right now I really am'm I'm, I'm, I can't wait
0: and I'm, I hope it also comes out in audio because you know about me and reading it reading honestly puts me to sleep no matter how much I'm into it yeah within 30 minutes of me starting I don't care if I just woke up and started reading in the next 30 minutes I'm out so but if I have an audio book and and I allow my imagination to to carry and, and I need audio just because I can't read.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) but but listen, this is folks. Really, uh, I got a feeling you're going to see this book uh, sell like hotcakes. This is going to be huge. This is something that's there's not anything out there like this uh, at all, Um, and and it's it's really. It really is, is, is exciting. Again, Camouflage Sisters is the chronicles of, of courageous path of 14 women who overcame various internal and external struggles during their military careers. The veterans give, uh, open accounts of how they adapted, achieved work-life balance, uh, relied on their faith and used mentorship, uh, as a vital tool in their success pre and post military career. Uh, it's it's an it is an inspired book by by black women who uh, fought for our homeland uh, while simultaneously battling to protect and preserve the assets most important to them. I mean, I'm in. I can't wait for it to come out. Seriously, November fourteenth, folks, and and listen, that's coming out at a great time. You need Christmas ideas. Here you go. Not only that, but it comes out around Veterans Day, and three, it, which is, it's even better. Yeah. Veterans Day. You know a vet. Pick this book up for them. Oh yeah, absolutely. If, you, if 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 you know somebody that likes to read, great Christmas ideas. Yeah, well. pick it up for them. And you don't have them. to be a veteran.
0: Yeah. If you're, you know, a female that that yeah. needs help and guidance, I mean, again, I mean, there's there's organizations out there. There's people out there like Chief Holly that yeah. will stand up and say, "I can help you." And uh, if you want to get connected with her, again, we'll be posting her links. Uh, here on the Heroes Media, it'll be page, up today, and, uh, and no as well man. as our social social media networks. Yep. So, um, that's it. That that was unbelievable. A great show today, and great that she's in the Colleen area and the Fort Hood area. I consider Fort Hood even Fort with, Hood with all my deployments and you know being stationed in Alaska and Korea. I always considered Fort Hood your, Fort Hood my, my home base. Yeah. So I mean, so I absolutely love that. I was uh, a avi- Fourth Aviation Fourth Aviation Brigade First half so
1: folks, again, one more time, I say it again. Camouflage Sisters. Big special thanks to uh, Lila Holly for for coming on and, and talking about the book. Comes out uh, the week of Veterans Day, November fourteenth. Make sure you check it out. Look for it. it it's going to be out there. I want to give a big special thanks again to our our sponsors uh, for the Heroes Media Group. Uh, we have. Premier social media, uh, Shiloh's doing a lot of uh, online training right now. So if you need help with your with your social media training, make sure you check out premier with an e socialmedia.com. Uh big thanks to H3 Tactical USA. That's H3 Tactical USA. These watches are are off the hook. You got I love these watches. I'm wearing mine right now. I took a selfie. I'll put it up later on. You've seen it on the Heroes Media Facebook page. Uh, they're, they're a great organization. They're doing a lot of great things. They're up and coming. Uh, H3TacticalUSA.com. Check out their watches. It's a great Christmas idea. Make sure you get one. Uh, we have uh, Red Oak Marketing, another great organization. We get our stickers. We do a lot of, uh, a lot of our shirts, products, and stuff through them. Uh, Red Oak Marketing, uh, Reality Realty, uh, Virginia Heroes, uh, largest real estate company, uh, real estate agency in the Virginia, D.C., Maryland area, uh, Mammoth Global Partners, uh, and then Student Veterans of America, studentvets.org. If you're if you're a veteran or you're a military transitioning out and you're looking to go back to school, look up studentvets.org, find out if uh, whatever school that you're looking to go to, see if they have a, a club, a Student vet, uh, Veterans of America club at that campus. I want to give an honorary shout out. Yeah, please. Pinups ups for Patriots. Oh, how oh. Listen. Pin-up for Patriots. I'm really excited uh, about this organization and and what they're doing. Not only that. <laughs> he's he's laughing. pin up for Patriots. Is it we and the reason why I'm excited is because we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with them. Lovely uh, group of yeah, young ladies. They're they're absolutely amazing. Check them out pinupsforpatriots.org. Uh, um and they got a calendar shoot. Thank you for bringing that up. She, I'm sure I'll, she, I'll get they're on our homepage later, but too. yeah, they're they're on our homepage as well. So make sure you check them out. Folks, it's been a great week. We are here next week. You want to give us a teaser who we got coming on next week? Uh, next week I
0: have an extremely inspiring story. Uh, our guest, Mr. Aaron Rashkin. He's an entrepreneur uh, who's gone from just unbelievable struggles to, you know, sleeping on the front lawn of an event that he had to attend. know didn't have the money for the room and today he's one of the most successful entrepreneurs that I know in our industry and he'll be on next week to share his story and how you can make the decision
1: awesome and one last thing I wanted to say we got an event there's an event coming up called the honor walk I did an interview Mm -hmm. uh, earlier today you'll find it on the uh, uh, decision hour uh, on iTunes later on today November 8th, Sunday, November 8th at the Talking Stick Resort Arena Honor Walk. Check it out. Go to honorwalk.com. Folks, until next week, for JD, I'm Adam. You've been listening to The Decision Hour.